Welcome to the channel Empath Rising with Raven Scott. Today, I'm going to be talking about surviving the holidays with a narcissist, or maybe you're surrounded by narcissists. I'm going to be covering two aspects, the narcissistic ex or partner and family members. Those are the two aspects. So we're going to dive into those and give you tools on how to cope with that. And also we'll talk about going no contact. Maybe you're isolated and this is your first holiday all alone. I'm going to be covering all three of these in this video. Like this video, share it with a friend and subscribe to the channel. So for the first, we are going to be talking about partner, narcissistic partner. The narcissist brings on all the charms during the holidays. They're feeling the spirit. They know it's socially acceptable to give gifts. And the more gifts they give, the more connected and the more you will stay with them. There's two types. There are those who are just completely wooing you, taking you on vacations. But then whenever something goes wrong, that's when you're going to be feeling the drama and the trauma of the holidays and the repercussions. The other type of narcissistic partner is going to be kind of discarding you, really. They're going to be giving you the cheapest gift, the barely there gift, the gift card. They're really not going to be into the holiday spirit and they're going to be, I'm the victim. They're going to be the bah humbug Scrooge of Christmas. So in any case, no matter if you're dealing with someone who is wooing you with gifts and the gifts are all just for show and a sham to show off how amazing they are and how much money they've made. Or if you're dealing with a Scrooge, then you have to balance out and disconnect their actions from your feelings. Allowing them to not ruin your holiday requires you to put up boundaries and to put up a wall and disconnect their actions from your worthiness. Narcissists are very good at making us feel certain ways. And then we think that their gifts of, of their, their gifts and their show of love are something that, you know, reflects directly to how they love us and our worth. That's not the case because then once the holidays are over, they start back in with their criticism, they're controlling, or they guilt you into saying, hey, I bought you this. Now you need to do this. So that's never fun. <clears throat> so if you have this situation, there's a couple options you can do. Number one is you can receive the gift with just neutrality and say thank you. Not really have that gift hold weight, which is extremely hard. And it takes a very stoic person. Or you can tell them, I don't want you getting me any gifts this year. I don't need any gifts. <clears throat> Please don't get me gifts. Now, the other, where you have the Scrooge always being so grumpy and making all these different events not fun, they're spoiling the, the spirit of Christmas. Don't worry about forcing them to come with you. Just enjoy Christmas and the holidays all on your own. Self-care. Treat yourself. Do things that make you happy and don't worry about dragging them along. It's not their journey. It's not what they enjoy. And the ideal of being in a relationship during the holidays 
is in your mind, but you don't have the ideal in your relationship. You don't have that healthy bond and that peaceful relationship. So then this kind of brings you to this question of, do I stay or do I leave? And that's always hard. Usually the holidays are the hardest times to make the decision and to up and leave. But sometimes there's enough triggers that do induce that, that moment for you. So the next one is family members. I wanted to share with you, I just got off um, being a guest on Characters Out podcast. And we talked a lot about how our family members can be narcissistic. They can trigger us. They can uh, hold high expectations and abandon us. And the particular feelings we get are very triggering when we're around them. We're anxious about maybe them leaving so soon and abandoning. We are toxically independent. Like you, once they've hurt you, then you don't need anybody. and You start to build up all these walls, which is very similar to what the narcissist does. And so when we have family members during the holidays, that are toxic. Maybe there's a big blow up argument over the dinner table, or maybe everything's covert and everything looks happy on the surface. But then after that Christmas event, you are reeling with processing all of the covert manipulative triangulation tactics that were employed when you were there. And as us empaths, we're very sensitive and we're very open to taking everything we see at face value, which covert narcissism is really hard for us to process and to even understand. Because how could someone's nice, you know, gesture or phrase be so manipulative and so hurtful at the same time? But this family dynamic goes on and on, whether it's a family member or a sibling or all of them. This can happen and it's really, uh, it makes the holidays very difficult. So then the last topic we're going to talk about is it may then drive you into going no contact with your family or your partner and you don't have family and you're all alone for Christmas. This was a big one that I wanted to talk about because it's the hardest and it is something that I shared on the Characters Out podcast that what do we do when we're alone and we're sad and the nights are so long and we're feeling so lonely and in a really dark place and there's no family to support us because either they're also narcissistic or they aren't alive or they're no contact. And you've just broken up with a narcissist. And everyone around you appears to be jolly and loved and having a fun time. Especially if you're scrolling on social media, you're only getting snippets of these families' perfect moments. Remember, you never know what's going on behind closed doors. So you may, there may be arguments or stress. Of course, there's always going to be those and or abuse. <clears throat> so keep that in mind. So what I want you to remember is while you are feeling lonely during the holidays and you've got no contact with the narcissists, plural or singular in your life, treat yourself. There's this really funny meme that I put up on my socials that I love so much, it's treat yourself. And it says, treat yourself. Treat yourself 2011. And I want that to stick in your head because you need to treat yourself during this holiday season, especially when you're all alone. Think of all the things that would give you 
joy and pleasure. And I'll list some examples off for you, things that I would love to do if I didn't have any kids or family to rely on and I was all alone during the holidays. I would wake up and I would do yoga, take a long walk out outside through the trees, maybe go to the lake. I would cozy up, cuddle up with a warm blanket and a good book. I would uh, binge watch Netflix and eat some delicious food, like a hearty, warm soup or, you know, with a salad or a really yummy, like, grilled cheese sandwich. Like, also indulge your taste buds as much as you can to calm your nervous system by walking and cuddling up. Also, heighten your dopamines by, you know, pleasure, by eating delicious foods. I mean, breathe with some blueberry juice, breathe with some organic blueberry juice, and those little candied pecans, oh, so delicious. And that's a treat, right? And all those things are treating yourself. Go to the spa, get a massage. Maybe since you have no one depending on you, you have the means to be a nomad and go take a snow vacation or visit all of the national parks that you've been desiring to go to, but just haven't been able to because a narcissist has been controlling you. All of these things allow you to treat yourself and to calm yourself down. The other thing I mentioned that I think is really imperative is to connect with your healed ancestors. Sounds really weird, right? But what it's actually doing is during the holidays, we want to connect with family. It's the time where we're all supposed to be bringing joy and gratitude and gifts and coming together as a family. However, that doesn't always happen for all of us. We all don't have that. And even if you have a family, like a healthy husband and children, but you have a narcissistic family member and you've just decided to not engage in all the drama and not do the holiday season this year with them, you still can feel alone because you feel like you're missing out, FOMO from your family and yet that unit that you were born into. But I am going to just suggest to adopt JOMA, the joy of missing out. Be grateful and be joyous that you've put a boundary up and you are not putting up with all of the trauma, the abuse, and the triggers that happen when you put yourself in that situation. You are now full of joy that you are actually missing out. And you get to do what you love while you're, quote unquote, missing out. But you're not because you're full of joy and you're doing what you love. And so the connection to the ancestors is that the, you, we all have a healed ancestor. And this is what I'm going to be doing this season is leaning into is connecting and communicating more often. I'm going to try on a daily basis to connect with my healed ancestor. Your healed ancestor, I've already connected with her and you can connect in the video right here, the healed ancestor meditation on the YouTube channel. And what it is, is an opportunity to connect with part of your bloodline, the lineage that you feel connected to, that you feel like you're missing out on, right? Your family, but it's part of them, but it's all the way back into whoever is healed, your healed ancestor. And this allows you to feel connected to your family, your bloodline, while connecting with the wisdom of the healed ancestor. It's grounding, <clears throat> it's nurturing, and it's exactly what your soul needs to get you through this really hard time where you feel like they're all 
having fun and games and enjoying each other and leaving you out and loving each other and not loving you. This is that nurturing way to er kind of erode what's happening. Like, because the current family hasn't healed the ancestral trauma, hasn't worked through and healed their own insecurities, their negative thoughts, and their, their doubts so that they can hold space for everybody in a fair way, then connecting with your healed ancestor is a beautiful thing. I wouldn't say it's the next best thing, but it's actually probably the better thing because you now are the cycle breaker in your ancestral lineage. You are awakened. You see the toxic patterns. You don't want anything to do with it. You want to change. You want to rewrite your neurons and you don't want to carry on the ancestral trauma. So connecting to your healed ancestor closes in that circle, closes in the gap that you're connecting with your healed ancestor. And the trauma gets, I guess, remains in the past and you moving forward are now hopefully the next healed ancestor for your lineage. That's what I'm going to be leaning into more this holiday season to connect with, to help remove that anxiety, to help remove the pain of the current situation in the family. Help me be grateful for the time that I get with my parents, and it will help me ignore the time that I don't get with my parents. And the last bit that I will share is, you know, those long hours, those long nights where you're just done Netflix binge watching, which isn't always very healthy. And you've read all the way through my book and you finish that. What do you do next? Explore your astrology chart. Start to study your soul's map. And also, if you are familiar with your astrology, then study your human design chart and really get to know yourself intimately. So that way, when the narcissist comes, when the lies come, when the outside conditioning comes, you can say, nope, that's not me. This is me. And also, it really gives you that roadmap for your purpose, for your areas of growth, and for you to really lean into investing within yourself, again, to be that healed ancestor for the future. So those are the three different scenarios during the holidays that we will all be facing and I wanted to just share with you your empath here about it. If you liked it, like this video and put in the comments below, which one are you dealing with? Is it category A, the partner who you're still with, category B, a family member, and category C, you're not really dealing with the X, but you are now alone in the no contact zone. <clears throat> If you benefited from this video, make sure you like and subscribe to this channel for more. We'll be talking about the adult narcissist child in the next video. Until next time, take care and remember, always keep your unique light shining.